Welcome to the South Road, boys. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. Happy Potiversary, my friend. Happy 50th, mate. I tell you, you don't look 50. I don't, do I? Not no, a day over no. 49. No, you look all right. <laughs> yes. I, and I've decided that I, we should call it a Potiversary simply because- Potiversary, I like that word. Yeah, well, because there's enough people who are going, well, you, you can't really call it an anniversary because that would be 52. True. And it's not really a birthday because- Oh, it could be, but it's once again, it's not a year. Mm. So, I think people in podcasts um, just simply celebrate, you know, 50, 100, and that's what we'll do. So, yeah, happy birthday. For those people who are a bit, bit OCD ish, yes. you can't do 52. You've got to stick it on 50. No, and well, see, so here's the thing it's fucking with people on OCD anyway, because whilst this is the. 50th episode it's only about the 47th that people are going to listen to oh that's right because you know what we've got missing tapes missing tapes yeah um and i thought just very quickly i thought i would give um the roadies an insight to at least one of the missing tapes um shit (laughs) well it's just simply how we got here yeah so we've discussed this before you got into this because this worries me the missing tapes aren't good no, they're horrendous. So, <laughs> so to give you give you an idea, um, Rodies, Troy and I went. Uh, Troy comes over to Melbourne probably more often than I go to Tassie, and the reason why he comes over is to go and see bands, musical acts, comedians, Comic Con, whatever. Because unfortunately, those things don't often they do sometimes, but don't often cross the cross the pond um, no. and go to Taswija. So he came. I think you texted me and said. Kevin fucking Smith and Jason Mewes are <laughs> yep. doing their live stand-up show. Yep. It's um, was it um, Jay and Silent Bob get old? That's it. Was Jay and Silent Bob show? get old, which is still doing. They do it worldwide. They do. And if you've listened to one, you've pretty much listened to all of them. The only thing that changes is the first half an hour to forty minutes, which is what's happened in their week, and then they have the formula on what they go through and the beats that they hit. I still yep. listen to every single podcast. Up until the time that we went to this, I had never listened to a podcast. <laughs> I, I just thought it was one of those things that losers do. And <laughs> <laughs> wow, let's insult the roadies, shall we? Well, nice. that's what I thought, but now I know yep. it's really cool. Um, I just good passive aggressive. I'm loving this. It's good. Exactly. <laughs> well, because I thought all I thought it was was people talking. You know, bearded men called Keith talking about. Um, Oh, my 1963 MG. It's it's the one with the 15-spoke wheels, not the 17-spoke wheel. I, that's all I thought it was. I didn't realise it was... Um, <laughs> that was what I, you thought podcasts were. Yeah, pretty much. So I would have gone down the nerdy angle, maybe. Not oh, the yeah, old but, bloke in his shed talking about his vehicle or his bike. Oh, yes, but I remember in <laughs> Superman 37 when he met uh, such and such. and like just, I just thought it'd be too... And now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those podcasts exist, <laughs> and I have listened to them. But one of the things that struck a chord- We could be one of them, Joe. <laughs> well, we probably could. No, I think we talk about bums too much. <laughs> yeah, especially last episode. Yeah, and we're not proctologists, oh, so it's not no. like a, a clinical way. What's uh, funny, though? So it was. <laughs> Hulk <Hulkroids. laughs> Um 
And one of the things that Kevin says in his show and in all the podcasts that you listen to is fucking just do it. Just have a go, sit down with a friend and record it. And it probably took six to eight months from that that night that we went out and saw them for me to go, yeah, well, actually, you know what? We could do this because I started listening to then podcasts. First of all, it was Kevin's and then it moved on to other podcasts. And I went, yeah, anyone can do it. It's it's a bit like that Ratatouille movie. You know, anyone can cook. <laughs> and the good thing too, as Kevin said on the night, it's one of the only mediums that have no censorship. Correct. You, like can, no you can do and say whatever you like and no one can stop you. No. Some things shouldn't be said. Um, and I hope that we I hope that we don't go into that thing where people go, you should never, ever say that. Other than, I think people close to me wish that I wouldn't. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like um, our mums. Yeah, but we don't say. Mm. I try not to do hateful things or things that are going to put other people down. Um, and that was the thing that I suppose inspired me. And I said to you, let's do this. And I had a plan where you and I would podcast. And, I, and the original idea was Six Degrees of Kevin Jason, yep. whereby I would start podcasting with you or you and I start podcasting together. And we would see if you could refer me to somebody else, I would podcast with them. They refer me to somebody else, I'd podcast with them and keep on going until we finally got to someone who actually knew how to refer me or you to Kevin Smith or Jason Muse. Yeah, it was a great idea. Great premise. And it still is a fucking great idea. Um, and the more I think about it is... I don't know whether or not I've, I've listened to podcasts like the um, Tell Them Steve Dave. Yep. And those guys are quite good friends of Kevin Smith. So for those people who don't know, they're the guys off Comic Book Men. Um, and I don't think they would impose, because I think people come up all the time to them and say, oh, you're friends with Kevin. Can you do this? So it's imposing on the friendship. And I don't think they yep. would. So I don't know whether or not the idea will fly. We'll see. Um, Hashtag, so, I mean, hashtag um, trademark, <laughs> South Road Boys. Yeah, trademark, South Road Boys. Always trademark, South Road Boys. It's a given. <laughs> All ideas are ours. Fuck off. Exactly. And all we need to do is have someone listen to them so that they validate it to trademark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, and we sat down, you came over for a Supernova or a Comic-Con. Yep. that was. I think it was Comic-Con. <clears throat> mm. And I bought the microphone and we thought, Let's do the first one. Yep. And we in my hotel room. In the hotel room. Two grown men in a hotel room alone. Yeah. With exactly. a phallic object. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not like we but woke up. But it's not what you think. It's not what you think. You know, we didn't walk out. Of, we didn't, in that hotel room, we didn't walk out of that hotel room with a dead girl or a live boy. So there wasn't True. really much of a scandal. Um, our problem was, my problem was, I was sitting probably less than a metre from the microphone. You were more like two metres from the microphone. <laughs> this is right, yep. Because when was, you say much. <laughs> and it had so many reflective surfaces. And I thought, oh, eh, maybe the content's enough. So I sent it off to a mutual friend of ours to see whether or not what he thought. His response, and bless you, Charlie, bless your cotton <laughs> socks, Bless everyone in your family and all who ride upon you because you have saved both me and Mr. Barnes heartache. His response was, I didn't get through it. It was operatic in its length. <laughs> We've 
about two and a half, three hours, didn't it? It was two and a half hours, and that was after yep. the edit. And the audio <laughs> quality was so shit. It was so terrible. Um, so we scrapped it, refined it, and started doing the formula that you've got right now. So that's... And I can but say... But it still took a bit of effort, though, because I said the first couple episodes, a bit dodgy. Oh, the audio I- quality wasn't great. You know, we probably didn't run off each other that well. Mm. And I think because we were using different recording software as well. But yep. I think up until eight, it gets a bit sketchy. And then after eight, you know, yeah. you've almost got what yeah. you've got now. We didn't start off in this spectacular glory, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you know, this, this professionalism that you receive now, yes. that didn't just come from nowhere. No, it's years. We're like, we're well, like athletes. We had to train for that. Unfortunately, I believe that the thing is it takes 10,000 hours for you to be an expert. We're probably yeah. only up to about 60. <laughs> We've got a way yeah. to go. <laughs> so, yeah, keep listening. <laughs> I feel sorry for whoever's going to get to the 10,000-hour mark and go, no, nope, they didn't fucking crack it. Yeah, no, <laughs> they wouldn't that be disappointing? It. It's the same shit. Um, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I owe Kevin Smith and Jason Muse the biggest thank you because this has been the most wonderful experience I have ever done with with my friend Troy because getting to see his face every week and just talk shit like we always do is just brilliant. So I encourage roadies, do it. You yeah, can do it. It is. You just got to throw yourself out there. And look, we were both very dubious when we started. Like I, before this, as you know, and most people know that know me, have written a few novels, have done that, and I put myself out there already, which was a very nervous thing to do. Mm. And I will say a fairly brave thing to do. Uh, but when we both did this together, we were suddenly both back at that point that I was at before releasing a book where it's like, what are people going to think? Are they going to hate us? Are they? Are we wasting our time? Or they think we're just no good? Well, the but thing you is know what? The... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it just does And the thing is with the book, though, you can actually take six, 12 months and refine it, detail it, and this is what you're going to put out there. With the time scale that we've given ourselves for this podcast very very few things have ever been taken out and not only that very few things have ever been discussed between the two of us before we record no no it's that we, we have planning. maybe a bit of an idea um but and we might have discussed things during the week i sent a text saying this is really funny i'm going to talk about this but there's no plan and as we said no script no agenda no fucking no clue fucking idea <laughs> Good. I love it, mate, and happy 50th. I just, yes. I'm just so stoked we got to 50. Me too. And, roadies, thank you so much for enduring. Um, and big news to the roadies, I can now uh, announce this. Oh. The, the South Road boys, come 2019, will be living in the same state. Wowzers. That's right. Me and the family are moving back to the sunny uh, tropical oasis that is Tasmania. It has and- been lately. Yeah, exactly. And we will be um, podcasting in the same room, which is probably going to take us a couple of episodes to work out that dynamic. Yeah, it's going to be so different. To see you in focus, yeah. Yeah, I guess (laughs) what... (laughs) It's true. Because, I mean, look, both the cameras on our laptops aren't spectacular. Um, Which is a good thing. (laughs) And we're a little bit fuzzy. It's a bit like having a Snapchat filter on. Mm. (laughs) But actually being in the same room, talking with each other will... We'll be able to bounce off each other differently, but that's going to take a while to get used to. Mm-hmm. We can actually use props. <laughs> Have you thought about Shit. this? 
Props. Like, we could, like I can suddenly just bring something out of a bag and show you oh, that you fuck. might be expecting. I mean, this could – I could just hang my cock out I, just like that. <laughs> I well, could. You could do it now. <laughs> I could just turn the microphone on. I've just had a massive idea. That's probably not the best phrase. I've just had a great idea. Right. We could do a reenactment of the Yowie podcast. <laughs> Have we told the roadies about this? Or is this oh, a I don't know what tape? episode that comes in. It might have been a missing tape. Um, you we go. might leave that one. Oh, look. Well, basically, we used to have these wonderful inflatable bats that we got from the show. It would have been the Bernie show back in the day. Mm. And we created this wondrous game. Uh, I suppose, that, I'm assuming the bat would have probably been about three foot long. Or maybe, a meter. Maybe a meter. <laughs> if you want to get really technical. <laughs> or metric. <laughs> Here we go on that little shindig again. <laughs> and uh, basically what we would do is try and hit each other in the face with the plastic bat or the rubber bat, inflatable bat. Yes. It wasn't a painful bat. It wasn't like a baseball bat. No. It was an inflatable toy bat. Um, but we called it Yowie for whatever reason. I don't know how that I've happened. No but it was idea. great. So we'd always start off with the points of the bat on each other, ready as they were knights ready tip. to go into battle. Tip to tip. Yeah, tip to tip. It's very seductive. And then it'd be a case of go. But if we got the manoeuvre right, you could slide off the tip and slam straight into the face. That's what she said. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a great game. It really was. It was a great game. So maybe when we're in the same state, we might have to yeah. uh, maybe Facebook Live a, uh, a Yowie match. Well, that's something I'm looking forward to as well, because we'll be able to up the ante. Facebook Live and things oh. like that will actually work quite well. Shit, son. We could actually have someone actually seeing what we're doing mm. a week before we release it. It's like looking into the future, Jay. Dun, the future. The you know future. what it's like? It's like an alternate reality, Jay. Oh. <laughs> Do you see what I did there? I did. I did a segue. I know. It's brilliant. <laughs> because we have actually chatted this week about what we're going to do a little bit tonight. Today. We have. We absolutely have. So, but before we do that, oh. <laughs> I'm going to derail you. Are you going to de-segway? I can't. Re-segway. I can't. Reverse I, I cannot get through our 50th without torturing you slightly with a small quiz. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so okay. much. I have four questions for you. Wonderful. Okay. So. You know the best thing, can I stop you there before? The best thing about when we start doing this from probably January-ish on. Yes. In person. You can smack me in the face. Is it when you do a quiz, I can punch you in the face. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be good. I can't wait. (laughs) Right, bring it up. For now, you're safe, Mr. Mather. Okay. Little ginger prick. 50, this is 50 Shades of Grey. Did you get the, oh. I put the 50 in it? 50 yeah. Shades of Grey started out as fan fiction before coming an international phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomenon. Yep. What? Twilight. Oh, motherfucker, you know. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally <laughs> slammed a question of a quiz home. Yes. I did actually know that. I read that a while back. Um, strangely nice. enough, both shit. I haven't read Fifty Shades, um, I and I read it. and I have not read Twilight, but I have 
seen the first Twilight film. I will say, though, both made a shit ton of dollars. Oh, so, shit ton. Who am I to judge? I can't believe that it started off as fan fiction, though. That's the best bit. Pretty funny. Now. Uh, so, all downhill from here. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. What was the title of the 50, 50th episode of Breaking Bad? I would have no idea on that because I don't watch Breaking Bad. Did you not? But in saying that, too, you don't really take a lot of notice of episode titles anymore. Oh, this one this one was just... It did people's heads in, especially the OCD. Okay, um... Let me guess. They called it uh, episode 51. Correct. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Troy Barnes, two for two. Was there an uh, episode 50? Or do they just call episode 50? Well, no, it was, in reference, it was in reference to Walter's, the lead character, Walter White's birthday, because the series, the series starts on the occasion of his 50th birthday. Nice. Okay. What is the stage name? Of Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. Who took his name from Kelvin Martin, a notorious robber from the Bronx, who took uh, a small amount of money and turned it into a very large amount of money. I got a feeling it's going to be something like um, a rapper or something like that. 50 Cent. Bang. You can see I went with a theme here. Yeah, no, this is good. You've made this one a little bit easier. I'm liking it. <laughs> yes. And the last question. Oh, three the, out of three. I, what is the 50th anniversary known as? Golden anniversary. Bang, fucking Troy Barnes. Four from four. Four from four. And a I'll little known what, fact. I want to blame myself right now because I'm excited. <laughs> you know what? You should Facebook Live that because I reckon I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Let's leave that to January. And you will be able to see. Um, oh, that, that's that's bizarre. <laughs> and and one last one last fact about fifty is if you count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, blah, 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 the number fifty is the fiftieth number. Wow! When you say fifty, you are at number fifty. That's exciting. There you go. <laughs> Everyone listening on there phones or on the stereo at home suddenly going fucking what now fucking what now but i guarantee you there are a lot of people who are counting to go is he sure is he right <laughs> i am um, speaking of fucking what now i think that would be a great t-shirt i've um i've thought this for a while mm-hmm. but i did see a great t-shirt the other day um basically it's just got um fuck it fuck off fuck you fuck her fuck him fuck this fuck that fuck all <laughs> Just straight down the shirt. And I'm thinking, you know, wearing that to the pub, people are going to go, oh, it's clever, or punch you. I'm not really sure what it'll get, but I'll tell you what, it looks cool. It'd be uh, it'd be more interesting to wear it to a funeral. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, I reckon you're going to get a lot different response. It depends on who the funeral is. If it's Kevin Bloody Wilson. <laughs> well, or- anything's possible. Or anyone from the Angels? Am I ever going to see your face again? <laughs> yeah, just a bit of a play on that. Yes. Anyway, you started off with a segue. I did, and then we, we reverse weighed it. 
So snap back to reality. Not to be confused with um, Jared Way, who was the lead singer of uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh, seriously. I would have to say My Chemical Romance, um, Black Parade, is one of the most amazing songs. It's one of the most amazing albums. But yes, it is a great song. But that start of it is just, when I was a young boy. My father. Oh, just it's interesting too because My Chem isn't the kind of band that you would normally be into either. No. Uh, so that's interesting. I mean, it's not it's not far out there, but um, yeah, great band. They really are. And the guy, um, like the band's been split up for a while now, but he's a very prolific comic writer now. Really? Yeah, he's actually been doing it for a while. He's always been into comics. It's been a big thing with him. I think he actually started off as a as an apprentice. For oh. some comic company back before my camp, and then did the whole music wow. thing, uh, and then went back to it. Um, and there's an, actually mm. a comic of his called the Umbrella uh, Umbrella Company, maybe it's mm-hmm. called, and it's going to be a TV series very soon. Cool. Mm. So there you go, bit of my chem romance, MCR. <laughs> <laughs> Not so hot just, off the press. <laughs> just no. Well, I think we only just came up with that. So anyway, the segue was uh, the fact that, or a bit of a play off on reality. And look, the reality is I never thought we would get to 50 episodes. I just, Uh -uh. I've had a smile on my face all day, um, just for the fact that we were doing this tonight and it was number 50. It is just awesome, Joe. Well, the reason why Troy really had a smile in his pocket, because he was wearing a pair of pants with a hole in the pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Always. Um, so no. so the theory was, um, and where this came about, last week I mentioned, I believe after we did our recording, mm. uh, that there was this group of people that wanted to do a flat earth reality TV show in which oh, they would get a yes. group of flat earthers together and they would actually film them trying to prove that the world is flat and get to the edge of it to go, see, we were right. And I thought I'd watch that. So did they actually say in it that they would put them in a boat and or plane or hovercraft or whatever and try and go south? There was the no sh- actual specific of how it would run. They just came up with the idea of let's get a group of flat earth nutters and let's see if they can prove it. Hardcore believers. Yeah. Because they're up. <laughs> so is nutters a bad term? Actually, that's probably not a yeah. real uh, common sense word to use anymore. It's, I think that's putting nutters down. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a bit of a nutter, but I don't believe in the shoreline at the South Pole <laughs> that's going to stop us going off the edge of the earth. As nutter, though, a, uh, to be politically correct, should you not use the word nutter anymore? Should it be, I don't know, mentally deficient? <laughs> oh, you could. I reckon oh, it depends on the context. If it's an insult, probably not. But if it's a term of endearment, oh, you're such a nutter. I think you're okay with it. Yeah, but... You can't okay. use spastic. But, but you if can't I use said, spastic. oh, you're such a <laughs> retard. Yeah, no, you can't do that. See, that's a term of endearment, though. So what's the difference? Yeah, but retardation is another terminology. It's an actual real terminology. This is true. It's this like, is true. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> reality TV. Getting, getting, <laughs> so... so Getting, getting woke with the South Road Boys. <laughs> getting woke. <laughs> yeah, do you, Joe. Do you. Yeah, reality TV. Um, Go. Yeah, so we had that. So 
I thought, okay, I wonder what really weird ass reality TV shows there are out there. And some of them we know. I thought if I, I do, research, I do, getting married on TV. Well, you're a perfect example. Um, and this, that's a crossover too. That's one thing I've kind of worked out. It's hard to work out where the crossover is from reality TV to game show because mm. they tend to be a bit of a crossover. I mean, to go way back to the old days, um, Big Brother, for instance, that was reality TV. But it was a game show because you were winning something at the end of it. And it was not... See, it, like, Sylvania Waters, for those people who can fucking remember that, was, I believe, more of a true reality TV show where it was fly on the wall. Well, Whereas, it was Sylvania Waters. Don't you remember? No. Uh, it was a rich Bogan family that lived on the Gold Coast. Okay, I've never heard of that. Or a pseudo-rich family that lived... What do you, they were Bogans. What do you watch? <laughs> And I don't, I don't know how many episodes it went through, but it was basically a fly on the wall. So just watching their lives and how they interact, and they were like a real life version of Kath and Kim, only living on the Goldie. <laughs> okay, right. Sounds in- but, increasingly awesome. Oh, it was hilarious. But the difference between that and Big Brother is Big Brother was a contrived situation. Yes, there was nothing reality about it except for maybe the people's reactions to unreal situations. So it's not like you were watching them go to the shops. It was like, let's feed them nothing but sugar for three days. Yeah, put them in a box. And then, then feed them nothing but kale and see how shitty they get, <laughs> you know. Or or let's give them no booze for a, a two weeks and then have a tequila party. Like, So it wasn't I, – I can't classify it as real TV because it was all contrived. And it was mm-hmm. scripted and someone else was in control. Whereas you look at a Sylvania Waters, for example, or oh, I'm sure there are other shows out there like uh, even Porn Stars or Comic Book Men. Whilst some of the scenes are set up, the interactions between people are generally unscripted. True. And they're also essentially real people. They're not actors. Correct. Yeah. Even though they're obviously the, any fame out of it and their personalities shift to accommodate to that over time, but they're still just normal people in extraordinary situations. Yeah, and but it's unscripted. No one's telling mm. them say this, say that. Yep. They're just interacting and you're getting to watch that interaction and then they take all these interactions, condense it in and put it into a half an hour show. Yeah. So what have you got that you oh, found on telly? Mate. I mean, there's some that you would know about. Um, one of the ones that I'll start off with this because it's a known one. But yes. I think it's hilarious. Uh, Dating Naked. Oh, that's stupid. It's just... Right. Uh, so they're saying, you know, if dating wasn't hard enough, uh, yes. these guys have taken the liberty of making it even harder. So in this social that's experiment, enough, daring enough. daters head to a remote island and they date naked in an attempt to bear it all. <laughs> oh. See what you did there? Yep. Ah, so I just, <laughs> I remember seeing ads for this and I remember looking at it thinking, why would anyone watch that shit? And I didn't. And I don't really know much more about it, but More why? to the point, why would you go on it? <laughs> like, I, I don't know whether or not I would be desperate enough to find that special someone to say, I'm going to remove all my clothing so that people can film me meeting someone for the first time. If I was to meet someone who would do that, I don't think they're the person I want to be with. (laughs) That's a very good point. Some people, obviously, just will do anything to get on television. 
Yeah. At, and this is you, another chance. It's like, okay, cool. That's a brand new show. It's going to be a big thing. It's going to be a little bit on the funny side. Oh, why not? It'll be a laugh. And I might get famous. But you've got to be very, very comfortable in your own skin oh, for that you. one. Oh, just... And yeah, there's, a weird I mean, one. women are able... Women's um, arousal is not as easily displayed as men's. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm getting the only thing I can think of is Wayne's World. Swing, 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 swing. <laughs> like if if you if you're walking down the beach and this hottie's coming towards you, Starkers, and you know that she's your date, like you know, yeah. Uh, um, thing is, if he turns out to be an asshole, she could get stiffed. So that's going to be ass, isn't it? <laughs> Next. Next, we'll move on. Uh, so we'll go on an, ex- an oh, there's a couple of versions of this, oh. which I think is really funny. Oh, oh, before you, you do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dating shows, oh, no, no. <laughs> this, I'm glad we're not doing this in person already. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see the recent version of The Bachelor, Australia? I, I saw something. Didn't he say no to everyone? He did. He just went. I'm going through this whole process, and at the end of it, no, I'm right. <laughs> And then basically left set and did the Kokoda Trail for a week and left these two jilted women to deal with all the media and publicity by themselves. Oh, well done, son. Uh, and you know what? I I reckon he should have just chosen one and then have the relationship peter off it afterwards. Do whatever but instead else he's Yeah, but instead he's gone on national television. I mean, it'd be hard enough for these women who perhaps have genuine feelings for him to have it publicly displayed that they're not the one that he's chosen. But for them to both have that. Yeah. And I personally, maybe <laughs> had a thing, for, maybe you had a thing for Brian, the cameraman. Maybe. That's what I'm you, thinking. you never know. It can happen. I did see yeah. something. It was a meme or it was a, a post regarding the bachelor and it was along the lines of, I don't remember the exact words, but um, I see it's a show about a guy trying to sleep with 15 different women to find love. But you don't want a guy that sleeps around, yet you want him on the show. It makes no sense. And, and But the thing is, though, it's not just guys. There's The Bachelor and there's The there Bachelorette. There was The Bachelorette. Exactly right. Yeah. So, so, but even so. Strange. Very, very strange. I don't know how people expect to find love in that kind of scenario. Bring back perfect matches, all I can say. Oh, with the robot. <laughs> yep. What's that perfect to... match? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, nice. What was it? Dexter? Dexter oh, might have robot. been Dexter too. Z- nice. You have, you have an 87.3% <laughs> compatibility. And they sent them to the Gold Coast for the weekend where they yep. either shagged rotten or didn't talk to each other. Fantastic. And then they'd actually talk to them after the trip to see how they went. Yeah, Gunny was a fucking arsehole. Yep. Oh, it was great. I do remember that. Or they romped on the couch. <laughs> So, uh, Bridal Plastic is another wonderful, wonderful reality Sorry, TV show. Bridal Plastic. So, bridal Plastic. Bridal, bridal Plastic. Uh, okay. So, what this is, 12 contestants competed yes. for a chance to win their dream wedding. Fantastic. Which, why wouldn't you want to win your dream wedding? Well, that's what I did. Exactly. Uh, but this also comes with uh, plastic surgery procedures also on the wish list. So throughout the competition, the bride who wins a weekly challenge would receive one procedure of plastic surgery. 
And they're away. Oh, shit, son. Yep. And they're away from their fiancés for four months. So the winner is revealed to the husband on the day of the wedding. And you're just going to hope that he still likes what she looks like. <laughs> That's fucked. So she could get the nose job. She could get the cheeks done. She could get the whole facial reconstructing done. She could get the boobs done, the butt done. She could get all the fat taken out. She could get everything done and bam, turn up on that aisle and that's who you're marrying. And he could be like, and he goes, that's not Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Wendy, look, I appreciate that you've you've had the nose job, you've had the butt lift, you've had the breast, or breast augmentation, you've had the cellulite removed. Could you maybe have removed the 37 names of the other men that you slept with off your back first? Maybe, that, maybe a bit of tattoo removal could have been what you should have gone for. Wow. Extreme tramp stamp. Exactly. <laughs> but but I it was just, all in the shape of a unicorn, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, bridalplasty. And is that, did it actually make it to the air? That, that actually did go to air. Um, I, I'm not sure where. But it did happen. You know how what, many, though? How many possible... So every time you won something per week, you could have a different amount of surgery. You could so have a different procedure. How, how many contestants? Uh, 12. So you're looking at up to 10 procedures, potentially one woman could have. Yeah. I mean, and that could include um, just, you know, a few injections to take away the wrinkles, I guess. That could be one. Bit of Botox. A nose job could be another one. Um, I said you could get a bit of lipo, get a bit of the fat out. Could be another. You get the boobs done. I know. Maybe you only get one boob at a time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe you get a clitoris enlargement. Oh, look, I don't know what happens when the knife goes in, and oh, I don't even know where oh. to find it. There'd have to be a female surgeon. The guy wouldn't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just guess. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, dear so me. that's a different one. So reality TV, mate. It's interesting. Um, but you know what? Yes. Uh, that's not the worst. It gets better. Okay, go. Right. Uh, there's something about Miriam. Have you heard about the show? There's something about Miriam. I haven't, but let me guess. Oh, let me guess. <laughs> Look at your oh, brain fuck. ticking around there. Is this one targeted at the LBGTIQ community? A little bit. It's got nothing to do with pandas, though, does it? It's not nothing to do with pandas. No. Two thousand three. This, this little gem went to where? Is this a game show where people date and then it all of a sudden turns a bit crying game? A little bit, yeah. So someone thought it was a really good idea to have half a dozen men fight for the heart of a pre-op trans woman, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But they didn't know she was pre-op trans. Oh, that's fucked. So they went into the competition uh, knowing or thinking that she was an attractive woman. And they weren't yes. told until the final episode the fact that Miriam was actually a man. Well, she well, identified as a woman. Yes, started as a man. She identified oh, let's, let's, as a woman. Let's look at she... it from the point of view of, from their eyes, it yes. was a man. <laughs> this is 2003. You know, well, we're going back 15 years. The bit that you want to have fun with is the same <laughs> as yours. <laughs> Exactly. So because I could imagine that, that would have been from interesting. the outside. From the outside, Miriam obviously identified. Uh, she looked female. She identified as female. She identified as a straight female. It's just that she needed gender reassignment 
so that her physical appearance externally matched how she saw herself internally. The wow. problem being correct. <laughs> is that Barry, Brian, Steve, Gary were all like, I just like fucking chicks. And I'm <laughs> yep. not sure I need another dick. Exactly. Like they weren't expecting there to be lunch in the box. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that, but that's, do you know what? I don't feel sorry so much for the. Does, did Miriam know that they didn't know? Of course she would have. Yes, of course. There was a so little bit of trickery. So she's so basically what they're doing is they're setting up twelve straight men to see whether or not they are transphobic. Well, they were basically setting them up for humiliation. That's what they were doing that, that's on mean. live television. It's pretty fucked up. Because if they if they go, oh no, I'm cool with that, then all of a sudden, um, they they perhaps their sexuality gets brought into question on national television. And whether or not they 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 are orientated that way or not, that's fine. But maybe that's a not something you want on telly when you discover it. It's a big audience. And then if they say and if they say, No, actually I just want chicks, then all of a sudden they're labelled as transphobic. That's just mean. It's just it's mean T V. It's not a fun idea. And look I'd rather reality T V is it's ridiculous and silly, but it's also meant to be fun. That yeah, I'd be rather fun. be naked on a beach. <laughs> With Miriam. With at, least Miriam be, at least you'd know. <laughs> There'd be no surprises there. <laughs> G'day, Miriam. You short show, you look, you look more like a Michael, but you know what? You've got a great personality. Let's have a wine anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're stuck on an island. Who's going to know? When in Rome. Ah, who's your daddy, Joe? <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> That's the title of another wonderful reality TV show that I think... Who's- your daddy. Is it a paternal test? Yeah, this is worse than um, something about Miriam in my mind. So. <laughs> is this an uh, offshoot from a Jerry Springer show? Uh, look, you know what it could be. Um, so we have an adult who was put up for adoption as a baby and has never mm-hmm. met her biological father. Okay. And is presented with 25 men in a room. One of oh, those fuck. people is her biological dad. If she picks the right guy, she was going to win $100,000. If she picks incorrectly, uh, <laughs> the man she selects would win the money. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Isn't that absolutely screwed up? So... And I assume there would have been questions and that. There would have been ways that they got to the point of wanting to know or wondering whether this is the right person or not. And I'm also assuming that the biological father doesn't know. Oh, no, we'd have to know. Yeah, of course he would. Because there's only Why? one of her. Well, there's only one of her. So I'm but assuming... But he would know. <sighs> yeah, how, well, yeah. unless, of course, he you agreed to go to. on the show... I reckon he would have agreed but, to go on the show. But yeah, so either she wins the money if she picks him or a random dude wins the money if she picks badly. Because he's deliberately deceived her. <laughs> what? Because they're going to say, no, no, I'm really your dad. Why? No, the father wouldn't know. The father wouldn't, the the, the actual one wouldn't know, I don't think. And they'd all be going, no, I am your dad. No, I really am your dad. See, we've got the same eyes <laughs> and all this shit. But just, just why? Why would anyone come up with such 
an insane concept for a TV show. Do you know what? It would be a better story. You could still get as many viewers and have a better story, which, who's your daddy? And you just follow her journey to finding her biological father, where he's been, what's been happening, why he left, you know, half an hour on each episode. And you're going to pull heartstrings. Exactly. And, you, and you, could in, you could instead call it um, happy ending with your daddy. Could that work? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's a much different TV show. Uh, and also, see, the title itself, Who's Your Daddy? Um, I think we brought this up. It might have even been on a missing tape. The term daddy um, has a lot of sexual connotation in it. And even the Who's Your Daddy thing, it's such a, it's a bit of an interesting title. I just don't think people understand. I, I I think you need to be from Tassie to understand that that that's got connotations that are not positive. <laughs> that's just ah, oh, it's just anyway. weird. It's weird. It's weird. Well, we'll move on to another one. Uh, Kid Nation. That's Kid Nation. Kid. Okay. Right. This this one here. As soon as I read about this, uh, it was in two thousand seven. That this went to oh, air, yeah. um, and it reminds me a little bit of Lord of the Flies. I don't know if you've read the book or seen the movie Lord of oh, the Flies. Oh yeah, with Piggy. Yeah, so you know, we've got a situation where island. if you just put kids on an island, um, how will their internal system, political system, and everything mm. work? Who will team up with who? Um, which personalities will get crushed? Which ones will rise to the occasion? Will there be leaders? Will there be plebs? All the rest of it. Um, so it becomes this uh, sudden forced hierarchy, even with kids. Now, Kid Nation basically saying the premise is, what would happen if 40 children between the ages of 8 and 15 were left unsupervised for a few weeks and left to their own devices in a town? This 2007 show answers that question. The kids mostly did okay. While a few children were injured, a couple accidentally drank bleach and another got burned by trying to cook... <laughs> Oh, shit. Now, I don't know if anyone wins anything. I don't know what the outcome was. But (laughs) the kids did mostly okay, except for the couple that drank bleach. Bleach, (laughs) Joe. (laughs) Bleach. Bleach, but I I have an eight-year-old. She'd tap out within 24 hours. Surely they have kids that go, no, I want I want a meal. I want to, or do they just get orphans? Well, well I, w- just- I would say that they've obviously set it up so there'd be food in the houses. It'd be like mum and dad, I guess, just left. And now oh, you've got okay. to live for a few weeks. That would be my thinking. Um, but it just reminded me of Lord of the Flies. Like yeah, you, I, There I would have been some bully kids well. that would have taken over. Um, if, <laughs> kid Nation. No, and great, I can see, premise. and I can see that there is at least out of those forty kids, thirty-five of them are going to need ongoing psychological help for the rest of their lives. <laughs> of why the fuck did my parents abandon me with forty kids to survive? I got bullied, harassed, and I wasn't allowed to use a PlayStation. Yep, and you know what? I reckon at the start, all of them are thinking, "This is going to be." Awesome. Awesome. And I reckon the reality would have kicked him really quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, another wonderful one. that will go. That's a lot of the negative gone. There's a nice little positive one. Uh, Whisker Wars. Have you ever heard of Whisker Wars? 
<laughs> is it is it beards or cats? It's beards. Beards. So it's a show all about facial hair. It's a series that documented the world of competitive beard growing. Wow. And it was based around Phil Olson, who founded the Beard Team USA, and they travel across the, across the country to recruit new members and dethrone Germany that was considered to be the Beard Olympics. The Germany Once you are, have we won are, gold. We are, we are German. We have the best beards. Yes. So <laughs> USA versus Germany in Whisker Wars. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very subjective competition. I don't. I wouldn't watch it because I'd just get beard envy. <laughs> <laughs> I did look at a couple of photos from it, and I mean, I think my beard's okay. It surprised me how full my beard has become. But mm. I look like someone who grew about three hairs compared to these guys. Oh, okay. Oh, they were for some phenomenal slices of hair, Joe. Are these people who would pretty much be second on the left on the evolutionary chart? Like, are they that hairy? <laughs> no, I don't think it was all hairy. I just think it was a, a nice bit of facial feature. Just luscious, full. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Beads. Oh, look, I thought I'd throw that one in as a nice one. Uh, there is another. There's another that I'll go in before I go into to one. I oh, actually, no, we'll go into this one first. This one never happened, but it was okay. put up. <laughs> it was put up to be a reality TV show. So the show was called You Bum. <laughs> right now this isn't a throwback to last episode which was called uh back passage <laughs> it's just called you bum uh, on, can i try and guess the premise yep let's do it it's either you're trying to get cigarettes off people you're trying to bum a smoke <laughs> okay yep it's it's a very non-politically correct show targeted at the lbgtiq community oh yeah now see where you're going there yeah your bum yep or is it about just making people homeless i thought you might have even thrown in maybe it might have been something to do with um gerbil breeding (laughs) (laughs) that could have been there no Uh, no i hadn't thought of that yeah so the pitch for this show I just, I got no idea why people even come up with these things. Uh, Twelve homeless people are picked up off the streets of various cities and forced to compete for food, shelter, and medical care. Which is what they're doing already. Only you're wanting to film it. <laughs> Called you bum. Oh, That's... Joe, 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 Joe. What is happening with the world? You know what? The thing that shits me about that is one that people would find that interesting enough to watch, but obviously they, they didn't. But Well, people watch the Kardashians, mate, so they'll watch anything. And that's true. Mm. But imagine... <laughs> Kardashians, you bum. Yeah. You, uh, you bum, 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 I was bum, more thinking bum, about bum. the fact that she has a big butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family um, trait. Mm. She's, she was what Sir Mix-a-Lot was talking about. She was, definitely. Yeah. But you could make that same show where you get 12 homeless people off the street and put them back on their feet. It's a better show. Look at you being all positive with the outcomes. And no one has to suffer. I mean, we could call it Off Your Bum. Exactly. Off Your Bum. Yeah. Bum No More. Bum No More. (laughs) Or you put them together and they become Bummer Bros. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's weird. Uh, so there was another one. Um, I don't know if you recall this show. This show, um, actually, it was last year that this show went to air. Uh, it's called The Running Man. I don't know if you know this one or not. Um, so the US government, actually, um, they pacified the populace by broadcasting game shows where convicted criminals fight for their lives. And basically, they include gladiator-style scenarios. It's hosted by a guy named Damon Killian. And the runners attempt to evade stalkers, armed mercenaries in a large arena, and near certain death for a chance to be pardoned by the state. Called The Running Man. Have you heard of this show? I've Uh, heard of the movie. Yeah, it's actually the same thing. It starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. So they use the same plot of The Running Man starring Arnold Schwarzenegger to make a reality TV show. No, I'm just talking about the movie, actually. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> it was a reality TV show. Well, it was. You, do you know what, though? And that's after Bum Wars. It wouldn't surprise me if someone goes, you know what? That's not a bad idea for a show. Uh, yeah, but so speaking- out, the, the actual movie, like the movie came out in the 80s. Mm. Um, but the actual movie was set in 2017. Last year. Oh, in the dystopian future. Yeah. Which is now. Yeah. Now, speaking of reality TV, I went and relived a childhood memory and oh, created right. a we new... Haven't, we haven't actually talked about this yet, have we? And created an adult memory on Saturday. Now, we don't have long left, so I can't take a full podcast. Look, but I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not sure how we work with our upload, but this is our 50th. I think if we go a little bit longer, so be it. Oh, we can. There's no question about that. Let's just let it ride, Joe. (laughs) Let it roll, baby. Let it roll. (laughs) But I don't think the roadies want me to regale four hours of what I know. No, well, um, we might have to cut you off, but look, (laughs) I'm going to just give you the mic for a moment. (laughs) Tell us how good it was. Tell us. So on. Last week was my birthday, and my wonderful, adoring wife got me two tickets to see the WWE at the MCG. So for those people who are living under a rock, WWE (laughs) is World Wrestling Entertainment. Go back and listen to Howie (laughs) if you want to understand wrestling. or or don't. (laughs) Or or don't. It's an hour of your life you're never going to get back, and we don't owe you shit for it because we gave it to you for free. (laughs) Um, but I was so excited and she said she wanted to come with me to, to have the, to share the experience. So she organized a a babysitter. We took public transport into the, oh, we drove in and then we PT'd it to the actual MCG. And I was like an ADD kid who hadn't had his Ritalin. (laughs) I was jumping around and my nervous energy was to the point where I, I was not capable of a rational thought. I couldn't tell where our seats were, what gate we needed to go to. I was trying to be a cool motherfucker. And then as we entered the arena, we were probably about two minutes late from when the main show started. So we were planning to be there a little bit earlier, but parking and all that kind of stuff became an issue. So we walked in there at the arena just as the show was starting. So we basically had... The time it took to walk in to our seats was probably about three or four minutes. So we missed that start, but I could hear it 
<laughs> I could hear the video promo. I could hear, you know, you know the WWE, the storylines they were doing. And then they set off pyrotechnics. I almost had a gentleman's moment in my pants. <laughs> but the funny thing was my wife looked at me. I had tears rolling down my face. I was so happy and so excited. I was crying. And that was not the only time during the evening that it happened. I love we got you, to man. our oh, we got to our <laughs> seats which we got to our seats which were just fantastic. Great seats, perfect seats. We didn't spend two thousand dollars or whatever it was on ringside because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um but so we weren't on the MCG, we were in the regular seating, but we still got great tickets. Um various times during the event, um, different wrestlers come out and People say different things. Like one of the one of the wrestlers comes out and everyone chants, "Yes, yes, yes, yes!" For Daniel, there were seventy thousand people at the MCG screaming "Yes." You know, you had legends come out. There's one guy. Actually, one very funny thing happened, and I'm not sure. I'm going to have to ask Howie because I haven't seen the broadcast of it because it got broadcast live as mm, a pay per view. Pay per view. Yep. Yeah, at 5 a.m. it started in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And one of the wrestlers comes out, his name's Elias. And his thing is, WWE stands for Walk With Elias. Okay. And so 70,000 people did that. And his favorite thing is to come out and say something shitty about this town. Like he goes, you know, I love this town. It's great. I just wish they had put the wrestling at a better place like Dandenong. You know, <laughs> And he came out and he goes, um, we're going to be wrestling these two people and they're going to choke just like Collingwood did in the grand final. <laughs> like, <laughs> he had been given probably three or four snippets of local information and the place just erupted. <laughs> and there was, after he made the Collingwood joke, you just saw this smirk across his face where he dropped character and knew that that hit a perfect note <laughs> and that, Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. That's even awesome. people even people who were Collingwood fans yep. would have loved it. Because oh, you would have, yeah, that's great. It got broadcast to the world. Now there were three wrestlers, two girls called the Iconics, uh, and a guy who were both Melbourne people. And they've made it to go and wrestle in the WWE, which is massive. They both wrestled in front of seventy thousand people at the home crowd. <laughs> no wow. surprises. No surprises they won. <laughs> um and one of them, with the guy who wrestled, he won the cruiserweight belt. And you could just see, as they were walking away from the ring to the back, the cameras had still followed them a little, they dropped character. They would just... And as they dropped character, I just started to cry again because I could just <laughs> see... To see people who are so passionate about what they do, who have worked so hard to follow and chase their dreams... And I have no idea what sacrifices they had made because very few people who wrestle get to go to the big show, hmm. let alone the WWE, let alone be at a pay-per-view at the MCG. And then to have your home crowd cheer you on, it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and my final moment with there's two wrestlers who've been wrestling since Adam was a boy, The Undertaker and Triple H. Mm-hmm. When both of their music played, I just, I just stood there. <laughs> I'm I'm yelling uh, and crying, and my wife turns to me and goes, 
I hope they're happy tears. And I just went, it's just so fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, you're uh, amazing, man. You really it, are. It, it was like I was, I mean, I don't drink, but it was like it was four in the morning. I was pissed and I just turned, I love you, man. <laughs> like it was just, and oh. I was just such a chatty Cathy on the way home. Oh, it was so brilliant. Um, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, was uh, enough said. I can go on about it. I can go through every match, but it was truly a wonderful experience. And the WWE, whilst it is scripted television, those people are amazing athletes. Absolutely oh, amazing no athletes. Doubting that at all. And they put on a show. It would be just as good as any concert you can go to. And it was four hours where I was thoroughly entertained. And the thing is, thoroughly that entertained. is reality TV. To a point. It is. But, I mean, for, for four hours... I That's mean, a long time. A long time. And, you know, tickets started at 40 bucks. Yep. Now, they went up to, I think, 1500 2000 But I think you could get good tickets for under 150 bucks. Yeah. But four hours, that's impressive. And they don't break. Like, there's no intermission. There's no, you know, act one, act two, or set yeah, one, no, set two, yeah, like you do with a no band. There's no halftime. <laughs> because you only get 20 minutes, half an hour per match, and they just keep on going, keep on yeah. going, keep on going. Mind you, my wife says she has never been to a football stadium where she's been able to walk into the toilets at any time and go to an empty cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sausage fest. It was it was boys everywhere with the occasional smattering of girls. Um, yeah, she goes, it's just amazing. I've never been to the MCG <laughs> where I can go to the toilet without having to wait for half an hour. So, so uh, wrestling predominantly a male fan bear or fan base then? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no question about it. Um, and I had some other friends who also went in different seats and their response was they also loved it. It was fantastic. So nice. there you go, roadies. That is my wrestling um, report. Um, it was just brilliant, and I will put a, I will put one photo on the South Road Boys <laughs> um, Facebook. I think that's so deserved. That you, yeah, yeah, so that you can see uh, just what the MCG looks like with seventy thousand people at the wrestling. Nice. Mm. Okay, right. That's, 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 our, that's our poignant moment. Well, the yeah. other thing I want to bring up, um, I actually come up with um, a couple of ideas for reality TV shows. That oh, was the, that was the other thing. I look, at, I'd they're not it. too silly, but I just think these could be very cool. Um, obviously, the flat Earth one, I didn't come up with that, but I, I think that would be so much fun. Um, I'd watch it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be able to help it. But um, there's a couple of things I thought of. Um, I'd love to see a reality TV show um, based on uh, team mascots. I think that could be fun. I think they're the forgotten oh, yeah. side of sport. But it'd have to be American mascots, not oh, Australian definitely. ones. Definitely, the, the Australian ones are—they're not really that good, are they? And there's not many. And I, there's not many. I reckon you'd have to go baseball because I, they play three times a week. So you've got a real, you know, in in a one week's worth of filming, you've got three There's matches or three games. Yep. So you've got a lot of content because that's what you're trying to get, content, content, content. Whereas if you go NFL or AFL, 
you've only got one week, and if nothing really funny or cool happens, yeah, you're off. It's going to yep. be a slow week. But so right, team um, mascots, so I guess they're the, they're the forgotten part of sport. Like, there's a story there. I think there's a real definite story for team mascots. Does it need to be told? The people, <laughs> the people behind the characters, behind the sport, behind the bleachers. I, <laughs> oh. Now that's a different reality TV series <laughs> behind the bleachers. Uh, yep. So we, that's, um, well, we could call it that. There you go. Um, so that's team mascots. Uh, yes. Another one that I thought of, which could be fun, yes. is you could actually create a new myth or a legend similar to yes. um, Slenderman, who wasn't mm. real. That was created online and then suddenly grew out of nothing to where people yes. believed it. We could actually create something. And then get people to go hunting for it to see if it's real. Oh, like a scavenger hunt or a, well, a yeti hunt? Like a yeti hunt, but we would actually create a character. So you would actually you would build this up um, in the part, like leading up to the show. Before the show went to web, before anyone knew about it, you'd actually create these characters and get them out there and see which one took off. And then you'd tell the people, okay, we're going to go and prove and see if this is right. Naked running Troy? Is that what it was with his nose? <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not that. But um, I think that could definitely work. That that for me, something that could be cool, and just see how easy it is for people to believe in something that's made up. Yeah, I reckon though, to sell it, I reckon you could also, you could actually do one now called Tiger Hunters. I reckon there's enough batshit crazy people who oh, believe the Tasmanian Tasi Tiger. tiger. The Tasmanian tiger is real enough, and you, you have teams of four, and just have a crew follow them, and it's about tracking the tiger. Where tiger you... hunter, trademark, South Road Boys. That would actually be all right. I don't mind that. Because it's it's got all the things, like you've got lots of survivalist shows, you know, you've got hunting shows, you've got that mythological creature, is it still around? Yep. And it's got nothing to do, they'll never catch it, because I don't think it exists anymore. But it's about, you know, what these people do. You know, you give them a two months to find yeah. evidence. And you could actually have Tiger Team 1, Tiger Team 2, Tiger Team 3. Exactly. And you know what? We've already got two sponsors on board. We've got Plov Cascade. and Strip Eater. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> They're there. So we've got yeah, that. We don't, we don't have enough money to put into yeah, a TV show. It's true. But if we could actually get the Sharpen running... The popularity well, of the show would then push yep. the brands, which will create the brands. It'd be a chicken on the egg scenario. Yeah, true. I okay, reckon first the logo Cas- or the business. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you get Cascade on board, though. I reckon because they've got the tiger on the label. The Tasmanian, they've got the tiger on the label. We could get. Um, I reckon Cricket Tasmania could come on board. Yeah, Tassie Tigers. Perfect. And if you're making a cricket one, you could make you could make a a, a cricket show targeted the LBGTIQ community called Bowling from the Paddington End and it's like a perfect match for, for gay men. <laughs> wow. That went out there. Um, just seeing another sponsor too. I mean, we could always get... Um, who does the actual... The Tassie Tiger cartoon? Uh, is that Warner Brothers? Might be Warner. Get them on board. No, it's... I know that's the devil. Um, that's not the tiger. That's the devil. That Tassie work. devil, but... Oh, Americans wouldn't know anyway. <laughs> True. Devil, tiger, well, whatever. Well, it doesn't even look like the devil. So it probably looks more like the actual tiger than the devil. So there you go. And Discover Tasmania. Their, their logo is the Tassie Tiger. There you go. Trademark South Road Boys. Fucking oath it is because... Tassie Tiger could, Hunt. 
you could make that show for thrip and tapney. Mm. Like it would cost very little to have one camera per Tassie Tiger crew, follow them around, watch them camp, set traps, argue amongst themselves. Yep. Lose all hope. And then at that one person in the team, it's like, but we can do this. And just to piss them off even more, make it in winter. <laughs> yeah, well, wouldn't that be fun? Down the Pyman in Tassie. Oh, could you imagine? Middle of winter. In the Midlands. Yep. Midlands in winter. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, that's so just go. not that's, pretty. That's a great idea, reckon, Joe. I reckon that's a show. If you were gonna, if you were really going to be serious about making it a reality TV show, that at least I reckon you get a oh, hundred thousand viewers. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, because it's a very limited chance of finding one. You could probably get some company somewhere, like a like a Branson or something from Virgin. To throw up like a $5 million prize if they actually found it. No, no. There's already a prize there. There's already an outstanding $1 million reward for any true evidence. Is there really? That the Tasman... Yeah. Jump on the Bing, Google, DuckDuckGo machine. I'm not sure who's throwing up the money, but I know that there is or there's a an ongoing outstanding reward for a million dollars, or there used to be. For anyone who wow. can prove the existence of a Tassie Tiger. So, so we don't even need to put the prize money. money up. It's already there. Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. Joe May, though, you are the man. Can I? High five. High five. Yeah. Bang. Skype five. <laughs> That's Skype impressive. Five. Right, so my uh, my last idea. Um, this was the one that I think would um, actually be seriously awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we've seen stories where there's people, and that normally happens in places like uh, New York and the big cities, where people actually dress up as superheroes and parade the streets trying to stop crime. Oh, yes, So yes, I would yes. love to actually have true-life superheroes as a reality TV show. Are you sure that doesn't exist? Because that sounds like something someone would make. You reckon it's already out there? Because I got excited when I thought about it. Look, I I thought it would have come up in crazy reality TV show ideas, and it didn't. Oh, well, you've done a Bing search. So 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 the fact that I've done a search and and looked at the first, you know, 10 or a dozen entries surely can't be anywhere else. Um, So, but yeah, true life superheroes. Is yours those people who dress up? Yes. Or is it just people who are... True life superheroes. No, so we're not talking about people that have actually got powers, because as much as I hate to admit it, they probably don't exist. Um, I'm talking about those people that make their own costumes, and they go out and about, and they actually try and help out, stop crime, help in the community. I've seen the situations where they've actually had interviews with these people, and they're quite incredible people. A little bit weird, let's be honest, but I reckon there's a show in it. I think... Have I been done? I think you have, because... It's just going to be like strip eats from Plov Lover. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I've, I've jumped on the, the, the Bing Google machine, and it's thrown up an IMBD link. And that is a show from 2006... Under TV series, game show, reality TV, who wants to be a superhero? 
11 hopefuls create their own superhero alter ego in a competition judged by comic hook hero Stan Lee. The winner will be automatically... Oh, no, they'll just be put in a, in a comic book. Well, there you go. created by Stan Lee himself. So this is not people going out... Oh, hang on. <laughs> I, keep, I see people. standing tall in the seat and then like suddenly I'm down again with disappointment. Then I'm back up. No, there's challenges, but it doesn't look like... So these aren't people actually going out of a nighttime or of a daytime in their costume. No. Stopping no. crime, preventing crime, no. helping the no. community. No, you've got it. It's there yours. You Great idea. True life superheroes. Perfect. Everyday hero. I, I mean, there's got yeah, to be a great th- name there somewhere. It does. I think, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of documentaries out there. Yeah, I've seen information on them. They're actually quite intriguing. But an actual reality TV show that follows these people around mm. and watches them stop crime or like, get the shit beaten out of themselves. <laughs> Either or. Oh, yeah. But, well, see, the thing is, though, that they've got a camera with them, so they're not likely to get the shit kicked out of them. Well, it depends how big the dude is. <laughs> Cameramen aren't always we- big people. <laughs> Just make them wear GoPros. <laughs> yeah, well, that's possible too. <laughs> GoPro yeah. can do anything. Why Maybe not? we could actually GoPro to, GoPro to actually sponsor it. Maybe that could be the people on board. You're an ideas man, Barnes. I love it. <sighs> I just think there's something there. I mean, in a world of TV shows in reality where we've got, you know, you've got your survivors, you've got your bachelors, big brothers, men dancing with the stars. What else have we got? There's cooking shows. Um, all the singing shows. You got X Factors, Voices, Got Talents, uh, all that thing. Yeah, your but porn I stars. I mean, there was. Ever, have you ever seen Face Off? There was a great show called Face Off, in which Wasn't it was that about with John Travolta. No, not the movie, TV show. Oh, okay. um, in which it's all makeup and effects. So they get the best um, effects makeup people to come together and do yes. the best jobs they can do, and they get judged as they go by movie directors and so forth. It's in like about oh, be cool. eighth or ninth season. It's actually pretty cool. Well, the other one that I watch as well is Ink Master. Oh, yeah. There you go. And I find that very cool. Now, I don't have ink, and I have no desire to get ink, but to watch these people be very creative in what they do um, is quite cool. So I think there's more... I think... I mean, I heard the reason why we had such a reality TV show boom was because it stemmed from the writer's strike in America when they were making TV. And all these writers wanted better conditions and better pay. And the studios were like, no, fuck you, we don't want to pay. And so the writers went on strike. And all of a sudden, the studios needed content. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have writers to do content, what do you do? And I think one of the first shows to come out of that was like a Survivor. Or, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you look at Survivor, I mean, that is a juggernaut now. It's in its 20-something season. Exactly. And we had, we had, it was interesting, they tried to franchise it. And we had Survivor Australia. Yeah. Which basically ended up just 12 people mucking around on the beaches in Bonnie Doon. Uh, sorry, in Torquay. Yep. And it was really, really shit. And then I think the brand Survivor went, no, we can't franchise it. We just need to do survivor australia so have our production crew have our host go down and we'll do it in australia yeah we'll do it in africa because um the franchise is just not the product that we want it's a low budget version yeah so but i reckon i i still think that if we ever find the motivation 
<laughs> or the ability. I think the ability the is money. a problem. And the money. Yep. Um, and the talent. <laughs> and the talent. But I reckon, I, I honestly, honestly, truly believe Tiger Hunters. Tiger Hunters. It does if sound ever, good. Netflix Australia, if you're listening, <laughs> original content shouldn't cost that much to make. Yep. Trademark South Road Boys for what it's worth. Tiger Hunters. Sounds good. I, know those, I like it. Because I know those shows like Porn Stars and Comic Book Men, those those people didn't make that much money. No. And what you're after is like those Repo Men, that show yep. where people get followed around to repossess other people's cars. Those people didn't make that much money either. It just that was their job and they made a bit of extra cash because someone filmed it. Simple as that. I People are out there hunting the Tasmanian tiger. They actually they are. Make, there are people doing it. Exactly. And they're not... I don't think they've got all four oars in the water. Yep. So, yeah. And what you find, what you find is you actually go out and you'll actually find the people that have got the, the tiger stories too. Because mm. there's so many people that say, I've seen it. I've seen the tiger. You know, it was when mm. I was a boy and blah, 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 and it was there. And I know for a fact they're not gone. They're out there. So you have these people finding these people to work out where they were sighted. So then they go and try and study these people and maybe set up infrared cameras, night, cam- night cams and all that Perfect. kind of thing and find if there's a chance that this mythical, you know, beast can be resurrected in people's minds and it's actually still there. And the reality of it is, unless, of course, they find it, all you need to do is film them for two months and then edit it. Yeah, You don't true. have to do it every week. Yep. Because, you know, be good. that's it. Really could so, be good. Now, on those wonderful thoughts that we've been having... Yes. Is there any thoughts from the Thoughtful One? The Thoughtful One does have a, a brief thought this week. Excellent. Yeah, what so is it? I'll just... I'll, I'll grab him. Yes. Thoughtful, thoughtful Troy. <laughs> thoughtful. <laughs> thoughtful Troy... <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're waiting for her. <laughs> Here he comes down, the Jack. music. Okay, here's the music. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a little bit tired. Um, welcome <laughs> to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Joe in Melbourne. around 12 months ago, started a podcast. And he sent a message to me and said, thoughtful one, I can't believe I've made it to 50 episodes. Joe, thank you for your message. I can't believe it either. Thank you and bless. Joe oh, in Melbourne. It's, it's, Joe he Melbourne. sounds familiar. <laughs> Who knows, mate? There's a thousand of us. Yeah, there you go. A million of us. Yeah. Actually, it's uh, funny. Um, seeing him kind of come up there quickly after that bit of a run, he looked a little bit ginger. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Well, my friend, I am uh, so thankful that over a year ago that you said, Sure, let's do this. And entertained my whim and fantasy and just said, oh, fuck, it'll last for a couple of weeks and we'll see what happens. Because <laughs> I can... 
because yep. I can tell you I absolutely have loved every moment of this podcast with you, regardless of who's listened. Oh, um, I am such a big fan of yours. I really am. <laughs> so I thank you from the bottom of my heart for the laughs. Oh, it's been so good. And I cannot wait for, well, our next big one's going to be Halloween. So that'll be our next big podcast. Yeah, that'll but, be fun. Um, but uh, mate, but likewise, um, this has made our friendship something special. Oh, absolutely. And our reality is that every Monday we get to do this. So I, life is good. I I so look forward to Mondays. Um, and it's only now that my family have gone, oh, it's Monday. It's podcast night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've only been doing it for a year. Um, so I am, I genuinely, genuinely look forward to and treasure this time. So I thank you wow. so very much. Hashtag Skype hug. Yes, Skypark. <laughs> um, and, Rodies, if you want to find out more about Troy, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, website, South Road Boys, everywhere except for... MySpace. That's it, isn't it? We're not on MySpace. <laughs> We're not on MySpace anymore. <laughs> and we've got two uh, Instagram, <laughs> South Road Boys and South Road Boys podcast. Yeah, look, we have just um, got shit covered. Exactly. And if you want to send us an email... Uh, you can send us an email to the South Road Boys at gmail.com. But on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. For 50 episodes, we certainly are. Nice. Your face is uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs>